Hey, my friend, welcome back to another episode of the More Than a Mother podcast. I'm your host, Lawan Moses, back with you again. Now, here I am early in the morning before I start my day, before I get my kids to the bus stop, sitting down to talk with you. I couldn't let another week go by without releasing a podcast episode, but in full transparency, things have been rough for me as I've shared when I first started back up this podcast earlier this year. 2023 has started off very rough for me, so I really have found a hard time finding words to say, motivation to say, messages to get out there. So I decided to come, as I'd love to do, in full transparency and just have a conversation with you, let you know what is going on, where I am, the things I am navigating through, and kind of some revelations that I have had so far these first two months of 2023. So where to start? I think I'm going to backtrack to the beginning of this year. We're talking about yearly themes and I share with you what my yearly theme is. If you haven't seen that episode, you're going to want to go ahead and watch this video right here, or you're going to want to go ahead and go to the podcast, listen to episode 171, where I am sharing my yearly theme. I declare 2023 as the year of me. And I shared in episode 171 how I didn't know when declaring it the year of me, just how much it was going to show me, me. So that is really what I have been going through a lot these first two months of 2023. And it has been a struggle, so much of a struggle that I had to kind of take a step back, even though it doesn't seem like I did, but I had to take a step back and sort of regroup and figure out what do I need to be doing? Yes, I was able to put out podcast episodes the whole month of January, most of February. But then, in all honesty, I have been to so many funerals since 2023 has started. I have been dealing with just a lot of things in my personal life. So I hadn't really had a chance to sit down and record my next level of episodes. And I really didn't know where I was going. But this past week, I don't know if you're a Christian, then you know that Lent has started. I've been doing a lot of journaling, a lot of praying, just asking God in this year of me with all these things that are happening in my life, help me. I've been in a full like surrender mode. Just show me what I need to be doing. What am I missing? Where are things going so wrong? Now, if you know me or you follow this podcast, there are lots of things in my life that I don't share, like I am very transparent on things, but there are other things in my life that I don't share. And it was revealed to me in my time with God, in conversations with loved ones, that what was the real reason why I don't share certain things? Now, I always say that I like to keep certain things personal, but then it was like, was that really the case? And in going through and in speaking with my husband, I've been married to my high school sweetheart now. We'll be at 15 years, the end of this year, but we've been together off and on since high school. You know that going through life, going through marriage, going through relationships, you have your ups and downs. And there have truly been a lot of ups and downs lately. But then in speaking to him and going through some things, it was kind of this revelation through talking to God and everything that. I have been focused so much, and I say this a lot about prioritizing yourself, being the best version of yourself possible, being more than a mother, but it kind of hit me when things kind of went all haywire in my marriage, in my relationship, that 
I have been very focused on being more than a mother and being my best version of myself that I have been neglecting my marriage, neglecting other areas of my life. And now everything kind of came to a head. It's like, I don't talk about my marriage publicly because there's, as I said, some things I love to like to keep personal, but then it's like, what is the reason? Why don't you talk about it? Because people probably watch it probably, some people I probably didn't even know she was married. And that got me thinking through a whole 20 something years worth of patterns, worth of thoughts, worth of things in my life. This is probably like the most, I feel like this is one of the most personal episodes ever. I say that all the time, but I really feel like I am bearing a lot here right now. So bear with me because these are areas that I haven't tapped into publicly. I've been doing a lot of inner work, a lot of journaling, a lot of reading the word, different biblical plans, listening to podcasts. And it kind of came to me that there's this thing called pride. And then on the other side of pride is shame. I heard someone say this last week. So we have this pride that we may not know that we walk in. And then on the other side of pride, it comes that shame. So when I look at the things that my husband and I have been through in the past 20 something years, there was a lot of pride mixed with a lot of shame. And that may be why I brush things under the rug. Like nobody is perfect, but we have really been through some things. And it's like, I took that part of my life away. And in a way it was taken away from my transparency and who I am. But then I had to go a step further because like, okay, yes, I acknowledge this. And I'm like, oh, I have really neglected my husband, my marriage. While I've been on this entrepreneur journey, this business journey, and luckily we have been able to come to a part where we're able to talk about this, discuss this, know it has been very pretty conversations. But one thing that we have always kind of done well is regroup. Like we can have some of the worst of the worst times, but when you have two people that are committed to showing up, loving each other and know that that is your partner, it takes two. You can't just be one of you. When you know that, then you work through things on another level. And that is where I am. That is where we are. And it was kind of like, I don't talk about my husband publicly. I don't talk about my marriage publicly. It's like, are you really keeping it private or is there a level of pride slash shame because of things that have happened over the years because of the history? Is that why you don't publicly talk about it? Is it fear of shame? Is it being too prideful that you are kind of hiding that part of your life, even though I didn't see it that way. But when God kind of shows you something, then it makes you think, okay, you're on these social media platforms. You're doing all this about being a mother, uplifting your kids. And although my husband doesn't do social media, that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be recognized. So there were so many things that came to a head. And these days, like, just have not been pretty at all. But I'm thankful that getting through it, working through it, recognizing things. And all that, I say that as, the, as a woman, as a person, it's not about owning the mess that your spouse or partner may have done, may be doing their part in the situation. It's about owning your part of it. And I feel like I never have fully owned my part of it. 
And in all of that, when we look at outside perceptions, people that may know us, people closest to us, because I've always been good at, I'll say keeping up roles, even though that's not what I knew it to be, but that's what I'm starting to realize now. Look, there goes my alarm telling me I need to get my day going. So let me get through this. Looking at people around us, people that know us, it's like in the public eye, even in our close family eye, he's always, quote unquote, been the bad guy because of things that he has done within our relationship that are public, visible, public knowledge. But then here I was, how could he do these things to her? But nobody was living with me but him. Nobody was in this relationship with me but him. So yes, of course, the stuff that's public and out there is going to be seen and going to be shown, but nobody knew what it was like behind closed doors. Nobody knew that part of it. So it was kind of this thing to me where because we went through so much early on, we started when we were teenagers. So imagine all the things that you kind of go through from teenage years to now that you're in your 40s, but you've been navigating it with one person where you're both trying to learn yourself, deal with your past traumas and hurts while making a family and a marriage work. That is a lot. But in my mind, long ago, I realized that I developed a victim's mentality. So why do I say that? And that revelation just came to me. So I was recording an episode and something happened with my phone. And I don't know what happened with the episode. So you get the first half of it. As you can see, the shot may look different right now because I had to switch devices. But I went through a whole lot. I talked for a long time. I don't know when it cut off. And it's crazy because I don't even know what I said. But in this year of me, God is showing me so much about me. And he showed me a lot to where I am covering up certain parts of my life. I don't want to say covering up, but being in a point in your life where you realize you put, put so much into motherhood and yourself, but you've neglected whole other areas of your life. And one of them was my marriage. And it was revealed to me that that is what I had been doing. I had been neglecting that for a very long time. And it has been just a journey, a process going through all of this. I really asked God to help me to see. So these first two months have been very rough, but I am hopeful for them. And the thing that I realized in all this, that I've been kind of living a victim's mentality because of so many things that have happened to me, things that have went on in life. I have truly lived this victim's mentality. So now I'm on a part to heal that, to confront that, to call it. And that is what God revealed to me that things have happened to me in my life. I developed this victim's mentality and I am nobody's victim. So in the year of me, the work begins to shed that victim's mentality, to heal, to own things, to own my part in things. And it was so easy going through kind of our relationship marriage at all because certain things were public and all that it was so easy for me to kind of fall into this victim role without knowing it because it was always seen as things being done to me to impact me but 
Nobody lived here. Nobody knew what it was like to be behind closed doors. Nobody knew what needs were being met and what weren't being met. So it was kind of like me going into this victim role. And for some way or long way, it became my identity in very many areas in my life. But then it came to a head for me. We've had conversations plenty of times over the years. And I was never able to receive it. But then I was finally able to do so. And that was life changing for me. I got to a point where I could hear. I started listening to understand and not to have a response. Asking God in these first few weeks to show me certain things. And he did. And I was able to hear my husband's frustrations in certain things while me sharing mine. And then it came to a whole kind of head like, hey, you have been in this victim role. So now it's time to shed that. Now it's time to own things, to heal, to boss up because I am nobody's victim. I am a boss. And... The part that really kind of, I would say, became the hardest for me in all this is feeling so exposed. Like, I really felt exposed to me. And that was hard because I asked God, tap into them areas that I need to work on. But because I had tucked away certain things, because I had convinced myself of certain things, I thought it was all copacetic, so to speak. So when all this came about, I was like, what happened? What is going on? But God was like, no, this is where you need to work. So you may not have thought the year of me was going to put you on this path, but this is where it is. This is the area you still need to work on. And the main one is shedding that victim mentality. And the crazy part was having a conversation with my husband. I was sharing certain things with him and he looked at me like I was crazy. He was like, what? Lawan, why? You don't do that for nobody. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's me. I don't care who it is. You don't play small for anybody. You don't silence yourself for anybody. He was like shocked. And I'm like, it wasn't anything that he did or was making me feel I had to do this. It was things I developed within myself. He's like, if you got the F up, the F shit up. Don't, I don't care who it is. And it was kind of like, that's something that somebody, I would usually say to somebody. But all along, I had been living like that. And it was like, wow, LaJuan, really? Well, here I am on the journey to shed that victim mentality, be more transparent in certain parts of my life. I've learned about the pride and the shame connection. And on the other side of pride is shame. So was it pride and shame going into certain things? I don't know. Was that why I don't talk about certain areas of my life? I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm done playing the victim. I'm ditching the trash thoughts, ditching the preconceived notions, not giving a chance for things to play out and already having my mind made up, always thinking the worst. And it's amazing because I'm so positive and empowering in so many other areas of my life. But when it comes to my personal relationships, I'm not. So that's another thing that was revealed. So on this journey that I'm on, I usually share with you after. But again, could that be the pride shame component? I don't know. 
But right now, I am taking the first step to release that victim's mentality. And I believe the first step was sharing a lot of these things with you. Now, I lost a whole lot of this episode, so I'm going to have to go back to my first recording and see what stuff I missed. And I got to get out of here, as I said. So I just wanted to hurry up and finish this so I could get you something because I couldn't let another week go by. I'll go back and when I'm editing, check and see what I missed and be sure to touch on that. But for now, we're shedding that victim's mentality. Let's start it. I decided to give up coffee and I'm giving up that victim mentality, which comes with the trash thoughts and the complaining. And we're going to rock this out. So now the work begins to heal. And as you know, healing is never linear. It is never easy. It is up and down. But the work begins and we are going to shed that victim's mentality. So stay tuned.